All right, welcome back to the Uh Oh Podcast with Nick and Marty. Why is your voice like that? Because my name's Marty. This is how I usually start the podcast. That's not my voice. I changed it. Yeah, I changed it a little bit like this. Are you saying I changed my voice for the podcast? <laughs> you just get a little bit more excited. If I talked very mellow, like I regularly do, then I think people are going to tune off. You don't think? I guess. I guess, man. I'm not saying you're like the Tiger King, you know, like Joe Exotic. You know, he got a whole other person to perform his music and pretended like he was singing it. But it was funny because they had that old country song. That wasn't his voice? No, that wasn't his voice at all. Come on, bro. That 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 deep ass voice. So whose voice was that? He hired somebody. And look, he talked with a high voice like <laughs> this. My name's Joe Exotic. I'm running a zoo. Yeah. Fuck Carol Baskin. That's actually a pretty good impersonation of him. Run that goddamn fucking music, boy. Oh, man. That's such a crazy documentary, bro. That is like one of the biggest documentaries in history now. Yeah, I think it came out at the perfect time, too exactly exactly plus everybody fucking loves big ass tigers bro who doesn't love tigers and big cats you know and then now you're gonna involve murder arrests hiring hitmen i mean bro first of all disclaimer for people that that uh didn't watch this or don't know what we're talking about we're talking about a documentary that came out on netflix called uh tiger king and it's about basically how they run these tiger zoos around the united states and uh there's like murder involved with carol baskin she's like a trend now bro hey there all you cool cats and kittens (laughs) (laughs) oh man i've seen so many impersonations on tiktok bro it's so funny oh i love it bro i love it did you did you see that they actually came out with another episode it wasn't like a a, let's say a, a continuation to the documentary it was more of a interview with the people that were in it i heard that they were gonna put out a new episode but i didn't see it yet yeah check it out it's on netflix man you watched it yeah i gotta check it out yeah it's funny they reveal some funny stuff which uh like i said that that wasn't joe's voice and that another funny thing that they revealed on there is that joe was completely scared of cats they just didn't show that and portray that throughout the whole fucking documentary he was scared of cats he was scared of cats exactly that's what i was like what the fuck i remember seeing him they're like oh yeah this one time where you see him in the documentary the one time that you see him with big cats in the documentary inside the same mm. cage hanging out with them just chilling petting them and stuff mm. He was like, one of the tigers was blind and the other one was completely tranquilized. No way. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. And they were just mentioning, they were like, it's funny how he finally got what he wanted, which was all this fame, but now he's stuck in jail. Yeah. So he's trying to get access to a computer so uh, that he can talk to all his fans around the globe. Yeah, that would be nice for him, huh? Kind of sucks that he became famous, which is what he always wanted, and now he can't even enjoy it. I mean, come on, bro. You you hired an idiot <laughs> to kill somebody. I mean, first off, you're an idiot for trying to hire somebody to kill somebody else. Like, it's that bad. Yeah, like, how do you hate someone that much? She's trying to fuck up his business. I get it. But at the same time, it's like, come on. Like, you're going to try to kill somebody over this shit, bro? Like, are you stupid? And on top of that, 
you talk to everybody and you literally ask everybody to do it as a joke, eventually somebody could snitch on you just for you joking around. You're an idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, man, he's a, he's a crazy figure. I've been in a loophole with these damn conspiracies. I've been watching some damn conspiracies for the last like day or two. Really? Thanks to uh, our, our friend group. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a couple of it's things that you already know and you already seen. Yeah, and it it kind of makes sense where it's like it's so crazy and so out there, but at the same time, you've heard it so many times and it you see the clear evidence. You know things like fucking Hillary Clinton's emails with the whole pedophilia ring. Whether you believe in that shit or not, it's kind of like okay, there's clear evidence of this shit on WikiLeaks, and they're obviously not talking about hot dogs and pizzas here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, what the fuck? But whatever, man. This shit is all crazy, and I really believe that if it was up to the actual human civilization not the government to take care of themselves to like um care for one another i think we could thrive it would be hard at first until we really figure out a way but i think we could thrive there's just those people that are really in power that one percent of the one percent that's really in power that just won't allow that to happen they just want to dominate the world you think bill gates is one of them um, I don't think he's one of them, but he works with them, per se. Did you hear about the patent he, he did recently? What? Well, it wasn't really him directly, but Microsoft owns a international patent number 060606, which is a, a cryptocurrency system using humans who have been shipped as the miners. What do you mean? Like, the chips in humans can mine for cryptocurrencies. What the fuck? And the number of the patent was 060606. Bro, no. Yeah, I heard about it a couple of days ago. Did you look it up? Did you do like your own research and shit? Did you look up this patent? Did you type up that patent on Google? Oh, I didn't do all that. Maybe I should, but I do see a lot of people posting about it. Yeah, but fuck that. You got to do your own research, bro. That's true. I could post some crazy shit online and it, it kind of correlates with what you think or what you've seen before. And it, you just tend to believe it and take it in. You know what I mean? If there's a patent for a disease, what does that mean? It was man-made. Was it not? Yeah. I mean, it would have to be, right? Or somebody maybe discovered it. Well, how do you like discover and patent something when it's discovered you can't patent like a rock you know what i mean you're discovering that yeah i think it's all man-made well i'm gonna do my own research on that and see uh yes and anybody like listening to any of the things that we're saying please do your own research not just to what we say but everything that you listen to because there bro there's so many fake news nowadays people just like to troll people just for the fuck of it it's become a thing it's been a thing for the past decade or two yep bro i see it all the time i see like even like on my instagram because of the things that i like and stuff like that i see i love basketball so i always see basketball plays or or stats and stuff like that so um it's crazy how the algorithm knows right so now they they put basketball things in front of me now i like more basketball things because i'm sure you don't see basketball things not at all but i mean it's it's somewhat convenient no to have that displayed for you 
For sure. But now think about that same technology being used against you, but you without really consenting or knowing necessarily. Yeah. Anyways, that's a whole other subject. But um, uh, uh, back to the basketball. So now I forgot my point. That's oh, fucking great. Right. Good job. God damn it, bro. We went to so many different things. Good job, bro. Hey, what's the toughest decision you ever had to make? That's a tough question, man. A tough question to answer? Yeah. Recently in my life, there has been a lot of hard decisions to make when I had to move out here to California. It was all big decisions. Was that the toughest decision you ever had to make? Was make a move to the other side of the country? Moving to California and moving to Los Angeles is a tough decision. But it's also like because I'm chasing my dreams facilitates that you know there's decisions that don't require you to move from a location to another and it's just dealing with love maybe you're in a toxic relationship and you can't be in that relationship anymore you know yeah or even friendships too yeah for sure i feel like uh relationship decisions are the hardest decisions i've ever made me and my ex being broken up and just really keeping my distance and not being with her to make sure that we didn't end up together you know what i mean because that's just i knew that it wasn't a a good relationship i knew that was toxic Mm. so so that was tough like that was the toughest thing you ever did was like break up with her um no well first off she broke up with me but then she tried to get back together i mean i'm not gonna get into that whole thing but like i said i've made a, a couple of hard decisions bro going to the military was very hard Coming here to California is very hard. Bringing my dog from Florida as opposed to... That was one of the recent tough decisions that I had to make is not giving my dog to a loving family that loved her and I knew would take care of her. Yeah. But instead, bring her here to California. That's a very, very big decision. and It was a very emotional decision for me. Yeah, there's just many (laughs) emotional decisions, bro. But that was... Those were some of the top. You definitely got the fucking virus, bro. No, I don't. I just swallowed on my own spit. <laughs> There's many, bro. There's different magnitudes. How about yourself, man? What's the toughest decision you've ever made? The absolute toughest. The top one. Being friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to laugh. So, yeah, there is a bunch of people that laughed. You just didn't hear it. Look at your ego just flaunting right now. <laughs> Ah, uh, fuck. What is the toughest shit? Um, I would say probably leave my nine to five job to pursue content creator career. Right. And when did you make that decision consciously? That was like back in 2010. It, it didn't feel so tough though. I kind of had like a lot of belief and a lot of faith, but still like looking back at it, like I'm surprised that I was able to like leave my comfort zone when I was making money on the regular and like completely uh moving to another city like four or five hours away and pursuing a career that was completely uncertain it's the same thing with me moving here to la there's that excitement in you that kind of takes the fear away yeah so what would be the hardest decision that you've made that had you know more of like an emotional feel to it emotional i don't get emotional i'm a sociopath oh i mean yeah i i know that i get that (laughs) but it could be it could be like pulling a plug on your grandma oh wow what the fuck (laughs) damn nick you really just went there huh 
<laughs> uh, first of all, I wouldn't pull the plug on my grandma. <laughs> I mean, bro, you'd be surprised though. There's people out there that first off, you you don't you don't really know. What if they're they have to pay out of pocket? What if the person, their grandfather or grandmother, are brain dead? And they're it's costing them maybe like two, three grand per day to stay out there. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So you never know the decision that you're faced with. Those are hard emotional decisions that you come to face with. Maybe you had to put your pet to sleep. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's actually a good example right there. There's a whole bunch of different examples as far as emotional. But it's not just about a necessarily a, a boy-girl relationship. It could be even like with a mother thing where you had to leave your mom and go to like a new city or something. Maybe that traumatized you or whatever the case may be. There's different. Everybody's different. So what would you say yours is? I never made tough decisions. Sound like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Every decision I made was tough. You never had like an emotionally tough decision? Like I can't think of a, a emotional one. I can think of like stuff that's logical. What about pets? Yeah, I mean, I we did have a dog in Brazil before moving to the United States. That was hard to, you know, leave her behind. We had to leave her with the neighbors because we weren't going to bring her. So that was tough. But it, was, it wasn't really your decision. No, it wasn't. Well, one time I had a crush on this girl that, you know, a friend of mine also had a crush on. Yeah, for sure. That could be tough as fuck. Yeah. How would your life be different if we weren't friends? I don't think I would be, honestly, like, I might be a YouTuber, but I don't think I would be, like... M- as into filmmaking i would say honestly you definitely inspired me to get more into filmmaking i mean are we even friends bro we're like brothers now bro blood brothers remember when we had that oh yeah we cut our hands and then we shook on it we were around that circle of blood from goats yeah people don't know that we sold out to illuminati bro yeah bro i mean it is what it is i gotta remember to take this part off the podcast so people don't know yeah how do you think you got a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. You think it's it's just like that? Nah, bro. You gotta sell your soul. Yeah, exactly. But um, what would I be doing? I, honestly, I really do have a firm belief that I would be doing YouTube, but I don't think, like I said, I would be doing sketches. I think I'd be doing more like <clears throat> in front of camera personality. I feel like if I didn't meet you, um, I probably wouldn't be doing scripted materials because i feel like we both kind of got interested in that at the same time because i remember like our first few like sketches that we've done it was because like we watched like vine and like other things that helped us like want to move forward with it bro one of like the first skits that we created was teardrop tattoo you remember that yeah it's pretty clean yeah we used a good camera for that but our our acting and our just like the story in general is pretty whack. No, nah, yeah, it was horrible. I think we talked about this on a podcast before. Oh, yeah, probably. I've been writing a lot, man, in this damn quarantine. Well, not the whole time, but in this past, I would say, week or two. Like, I grabbed a whole bunch of uh, five or six skits that I've already had written, but were older and then really touched them up and made them way better. Nice, bro. And then wrote a couple new ones. So I have about 15 skits in the bag nice fuck yeah my facebook recently got restricted from monetization for no apparent fucking reason they gave me no valid reason they just said that it had limited originality and i don't even know what the fuck that means marty went on live and showed his dick people shit yeah though that that's that's bullshit though bro like it sucks that dealing with facebook like 
it's great that we can generate an income from these platforms, but I feel like they need to really do a better job with the creators and taking care of the creators. Yeah, it's really horrible just getting in contact with them, bro. Like, it's so crazy because, like, some people's livelihoods depend on this, and they just cut you off like that. Like, it's so... Especially at a time like exactly, this, Exactly, especially at a time like this. Like, it's so ruthless of them to, like, just cut someone off like that or restrict them from earning money you know i almost feel like they're doubling down on that right now because they're not really making money have the creators earn less money but don't just restrict them with no valid reason what's the highest cpm that, that you've seen for one of your videos i'm saying like 15 dollars per thousand clicks i think or some shit jesus that is high uh sometimes my videos get really popular in the uk and that's where i think is the most expensive for people to advertise in but yeah, man, now I've been discouraged to even do skits because it's like, I mean, not that the money was like a huge incentive, but like, fuck, man, I put in so much work just to like, you know, be able to get anything in return. Not even to mention like the actual investments that you made into your page, you know, the hundreds of dollars, possibly thousands exactly. of dollars that you put into like it grow too. Just growing my page and advertising and shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I'm still waiting for them to respond to, like, my appeal and shit, and it's such a fucking headache, bro. I mean, the good news is uh, my YouTube page just got monetized, so maybe that's, you know, a sign telling me to switch focus. <laughs> yeah, for and YouTube, I mean, that, that's been, you know, reliable for years, so. Still, though, like, this situation made me put things into perspective how we shouldn't really, like depend on these platforms or at least one platform you know we should definitely diversify right. our streams of income in order to not go through this fucking headache no yeah for sure i do see a, a future where like if i do focus on youtube though i don't necessarily have to like live in la you know because like the whole reason why i'm in la is to collab with other people for the skits so like with the youtube channel that's like pretty much popping or getting me a large sum of revenue every month i can i'm able to live anywhere you know and do videos in my living room wherever i am where would you live bro i've always had the vision of like airbnb like every six months that is actually something that i envisioned as well think about it if you're earning like ten thousand twenty thousand a month on youtube you could definitely afford an airbnb like anywhere in the u.s or anywhere in the world really and you're so portable at that point yeah and like you don't have to worry about wi-fi or anything like you could just set all those accommodations on airbnb and be there just for like three six months and then move on to the next place that's something that i actually really do want to do in the future yeah that'll be amazing but I want to have, I want to own an apartment because eventually I'll probably rent it out, but I would love to own an apartment in Atlanta, like a nice apartment. I love to own many apartments. <laughs> no, for sure. Eventually the goal is to own complexes and rent those hoes out. Yeah. Hmm. It's funny how I call those condos hoes. Hey. Shit. Yeah, bro. I, I, I love Atlanta though. I definitely see myself in the future having a family and living in atlanta yeah it's one of my favorite cities the economy's booming out there well i mean shit we don't know where the fuck this economy's going but i i still firmly believe that the united states is going to be a top country in the next 100 to 200 years you think so we have the most influence in the world besides the dollar just like our entertainment you know people want to copy us we have the best 
NBA players, people love the NBA, NFL, baseball. That just that alone like really helps the economy. See, man, you got to get into YouTube, bro, so you don't have to rely like being here, you know, in order to like take in gigs or do collaborations. And I've been talking about this, but I've been putting it off because of um coronavirus. No, not not really. I've just honestly been focusing on other things, but the the real reason I actually have been putting it off, if I'm being honest with myself, is I have a light that I bought that's really, really good, and I'm just waiting for that light. I know it's a, a stupid excuse, but <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I have that light, I'm, I already plan on like doing a setup. It's because kind of, I want to have kind of like the same setup. Yeah, no, I get it. Plus, I'm taking this time right now to really write. I actually haven't written more YouTube videos. I only have one written, so I guess I should focus on writing at least five or six right now before I go to Florida in two weeks. What hobbies would you be interested in trying out? Mm-hmm. I'd love to join a country club and do golf. Uh-oh. What is that sound? That's the neighbors. The balcony's open. I'm right next to it. Oh country clubs are expensive as fuck my guy i don't know if ten thousand will cover you memberships are like depending on which country club you go to if you go to like some not even necessarily the best ones but the ones that are more popular just membership alone you're looking at at least a hundred to a million dollars or like some are five hundred thousand some are a hundred thousand get the fuck out whatever the seriously case. yeah hell yeah it's the elite my guy <laughs> damn but see it would be a good investment like if you could do it like if you had the money to because just the people there are like you know such a big network (laughs) connection for sure i went to so many different country clubs in atlanta just um my ex used to work at at some and like i used to take her to to try to apply for jobs and i applied at some one time bro they're beautiful they're amazing in Atlanta, amazing, and all of them were like a hundred thousand up. What hobbies would you try? Constantly, something that I'll pick up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do want to pick up golf. I'm not gonna lie. Really? Um, yeah, for sure. Golf is like a. I I do. Enjoy I imagine it. you being interested in something more physical. I I wouldn't I wouldn't say golf is my first thing. I don't know. Maybe drifting. Ooh, that's dope yeah i would love to get into that too maybe drifting i think that would be pretty cool yeah i mean drifting i think would be a really fucking cool sport that would cost money you know what i mean i'm thinking of sports that would just cost money or it's not that i can't but i wouldn't really it wouldn't be a smart investment for me to make right now no what i look like drifting (laughs) i'd have to rent a car or have to go to a place where you got to rent a car. Yep. You ever been to summer camp when you're a kid? I always wanted to go, bro. I always seen those nice uh, movies with the white people going to <laughs> summer camp. Wait, you've never been? Nah, dude. I thought you did. Yeah, it's pretty sad. I know. It looks so fun, like in the middle of the woods, and then there's like cabins, and there's a lake, and there's like activities that you could do with all the people that you meet and then you meet your summer crush over there and then you guys like share sandwiches <laughs> man i had the whole shit planned out in my head as a little kid i was like man yay but my mom was too fucking i mean not not on her but she was just poor we were poor as a family couldn't afford that shit the only reason why i went was because of like church if it wasn't for that i probably wouldn't have gone either they've always done stuff you know camping all that right so i was able to experience a little bit of it but it wasn't like the things you see in movies well yeah because you went to a different camp you went to a church camp yeah if you pay if your parents pay 
like $2,000 for you to go to a camp for a summer, I'm sure you're going to go to a dope camp. Yeah, it'd be hella fun. No, even though I had a lot of fun, like we've done, like we did activities and all that stuff, but like it wasn't, right, right. It wasn't like, you know, oh, fuck, let's fucking canoe in this waterfall type of shit, you know? Right, right, right. You've been skydiving before, right? Yeah. So besides skydiving and being in a car with a person that we both know who I'm talking about and being a crazy driver, what would you say is the craziest adrenaline-based thing you've ever done? <laughs> um, I was trying to figure out who the fuck you were talking about, but now I just clicked in my head. <laughs> Wait, what was the question? What is uh, the most adrenaline-based craziest most adrenaline based thing you've done probably shoplift when i was younger that's the first thing that popped in my head that was like pure adrenaline i was like definitely scared as fuck to get caught no i became a professional as that as a little kid so it didn't really (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) how did you feel when you went skydiving like what was the thought going through your head as explain to me like the situation walk me through it because i have my my story but i want to know yours I mean, it was my mom's 40th birthday, and it was her idea to do it. And I was like, okay, let's fucking do it then. Damn, that's just, wow, bro. If your mom is doing that, it's like, if you backed out, you are a certified bitch. Damn, your mom put her huevos on the table, bro. She says, I want to go skydiving for my 40th birthday. And you're like, oh, fuck. So me and my sister and her went at this place near Gainesville and um yeah like they fucking gave us a whole rundown I was definitely nervous as fuck and then like once we got on a plane started you know I'm like thinking to myself like fuck the only way we're going down is by jumping off this bitch and then once my feet was like hanging out of the plane that's when it became real to me that's when uh I was like the most nervous you know I'm like okay this is do or die <laughs> <laughs> And you're just looking down yeah. and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, he does like the countdown, like three, two, one. And then you just flip over. Like you just do a, you yeah. come out of the plane doing a front flip and shit. So, and then like while I was doing it, like I, I wasn't really enjoying it too much because I was like, I was trying to catch my breath because there's so much wind on your face that it's hard to breathe. So then like I have to get used to that pressure and be, you know, and, and finally breathe. I, I had a, a pretty crazy experience. It was cool because I did it in Hawaii. And the only reason I got to go skydiving is because when I went to Hawaii, um, I went with an ex-girlfriend and me and her went zip lining. But there was five zip lines. We got to do three of them where Jurassic Park was filmed. It was beautiful, amazing. Damn. So many other movies too, like Jumanji and so on and so forth. Shrek yeah exactly shrek um finding nemo uh so (laughs) we did three out of the five uh zip lines and it started lightning and when the lightning happened the instructor came out and said hey guys we're gonna have to shut it down sorry this usually never happens but we're gonna refund you guys your full money so we're like awesome Hmm. so we grabbed that money and decided to go skydiving oh wow so we went over to what's the name of that famous beach that all the surfers go to get to the point what is the point of your story i forgot jesus i'm just kidding bro (laughs) 
North Shore, bro. Jesus. You never heard of North Shore? It's literally a fucking brand. That's where I went skydiving. It was like falling on top of a canvas. It was absolutely beautiful. It was literally like, what's that one game, Fortnite, and you're falling on top of an island? It was exactly like that. Damn. <laughs> but uh, before all that, you know, obviously I'm super fucking nervous and actually honestly i was good i was good until we started going up and then we kept going up and we kept going up and then the pilot turns to us and we're like hey we're gonna do you guys a solid you guys only paid for a certain height but we're gonna take you to the extreme height (laughs) (laughs) what i'm like oh fuck damn i'm in my head like i give him a thumbs up in my head i'm like oh motherfucker damn did you have a, a difficult time like breathing as you were falling uh maybe for like five seconds but i caught on to it really quickly but it it was super terrifying just like you said when you put your legs out and you look and you're like <laughs> yo there's literally nothing yeah absolutely nothing the only way down the only possible way down right now is jumping out of this plane yeah that sounds insane what's the most scared you ever been I remember a couple of times when I misbehaved as a little kid. My mom came out with that belt, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that just seems like the end of the world right there. Oh, man. As a little kid, that's everything, bro. It's like, oh, my God. She knows. Like, when you break a vase or some shit. Yeah. Oh, man. That shit is so bad, bro. So bad. I remember as a little kid, I used to be so scared. I used to snitch on myself. I used to break a vase when my mom wasn't home. I used to call her and be like, Mom, I'm so sorry I broke a vase. (laughs) Why? You think that would facilitate? You think she would go easier on you? Yeah, because one time I tried to hide it. Like, I broke a vase Uh and I just cleaned it up. She wasn't home. And... It went for like three or four days until one day she like sat me down and she was like, where's my vase? And I was like, uh, I don't know. And she was like, I found the glass in the dumpster. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I just looked at her. I already knew what to do. Just pull my pants down. She was like, good. You've learned. You, you used to do that? Pull your pants down? Man, my mom used to beat me like a orphan. Wow. Orphans get beat? Oh, man. It was just a bad dark humor joke. What's the most racist joke you know? I don't even know. What's the most offensive joke you know? Ooh. Tell me what the first word you think of when I say this. Okay? <laughs> okay. Captain. America. Uh, Pacific. Ocean. John. Doe. <laughs> salt and vin <laughs> you little bitch <laughs> you did the racist joke not the most offensive one i know i just wanted you to be the racist one i just seen that one recently on tiktok that shit was funny you little bitch you trying to you know <laughs> make people get sound bites out of this podcast and use it against me hey but going back to that question of like the most scared I remember one time I was in the ocean, like, with my cousin. We were just, like, we kind of went on a deep end, like, from the beach. And, like, the current kind of started, like, bringing us more and more to the deep. We got pretty scared because we would, like, keep swimming to the beach and we wouldn't get anywhere. We would just be on the same fucking place. (laughs) 
<laughs> but it's so funny that like in a situation like that you, you really don't think about anything else other than survival i will take every single one of you motherfuckers down if i have to just to live (laughs) i ended up like just leaving her back and like swimming a little bit ahead of her and she was like freaking the fuck out bro but i was like i thought my life was on the line you know so i was like so you said fuck everybody else yeah i just i don't have to be faster than a shark i just gotta be faster than her (laughs) actually i remember one of the times that i was very scared is when i almost drowned I was pretty scared and I was freaking out. I thought it was over, but then the arm just came out. I liked going to the deep end, even though I didn't know how to swim. So I mm. grabbed, uh, I, I was grabbing onto the to the edge and uh, I slipped. Whoa. Lost my grip. Yo, how long has it been since we haven't seen each other? Maybe a little bit over two weeks. Maybe no, I think it's three weeks. It's been like three episodes ago. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. This is the fourth one after we uh, were together maybe a month fuck i needed that so bad feels good yeah feels really relieved now hey but i think that's all the time we have for today's podcast do you want to do the outro no no bro i did the intro you do the outro okay well how would nick do the outro in this situation oh hi i'm nick the dick uh thanks guys for listening in i'm stupid wow when I speak of you, I, I try to think of, you know, a higher a higher being, you know, a person that... No, you just did a higher pitch. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's besides the point, you know. I think you have a great mind, but you got a bitch voice. There's a difference <laughs> <in> that. <laughs> well, guys, thanks so much for listening in. Um, follow us on Instagram, at Marty and at Nick. I finally reached 101,000 yeah has it been growing quicker it probably has right since you reach 100k not really kind of no. been slow it's whatever man you know i don't give a bug i think it has bro i think you were stuck in 99 for the longest you grew like a thousand in what like a week or two i don't know maybe um yeah guys hopefully we see you guys next week yeah this is the most consistent we've ever been ever since the year started. Since our life started. What, what are you talking about the year? No, no, no. I'm talking about like we've been putting out a podcast episode every single week since the year started. Yeah. Well, I mean, sure. But we've been putting out a podcast at least three to at least, yeah, at least three times a month. Right. Before that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we went uh, um Six maybe months. like a week or two weeks without posting something. Like we went on a hiatus for a little bit, but we came True. back. But we made it, you know, we dedicated ourselves to post every week cuz we ain't got shit else to do. <laughs> Don't know what else to say. And uh yeah, buy some merch at com slash shop. All right, gazoon tight. All right. Goodbye now. <laughs>